You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. (laughs) Are you ready to take the next step into the prosperous future that God has for you? If you listen to this podcast, you surely have heard them talk about Next Level Experience. This power-packed three-day program is designed to unveil your truest identity and empower you to unleash that in every area of your life. If you or someone you know is on the brink of that breakthrough, you'll want to get signed up today. The next experience is August 6th through the 8th in Dallas, Texas. No money up front. It doesn't cost you a thing. This is a pay it forward event. Get signed up. Go check it out right now at themichaelmcintyre.com today. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hello, this is Brianna McIntyre, and I am your host this week for the Next Level Podcast. It is an honor to be able to share this space with you today, and I just wanted to share some things that were on my heart. So I was thinking about the things that shape us and the things that make us who we are and why those are so important. And I was reflecting on really positive things that have shaped me, some of which I've learned from Michael and Stacy, my parents, and some of which I have learned from just my own journey of faith. But I want to encourage us all to remember all of the really great things that have shaped us. Sometimes we can be in the middle of a season and not quite understand why things are happening or what's going on or, um, you know, we just grow weary. And I think it's really important in that time and in that season to look back and be like, okay, these are the good things that are happening in my life. And I know that's not some revolutionary concept or anything like that. This is like common, a common thing, but I have to remind, be reminded of this often. And I was just reminded of this really recently, especially when you're a time in a time of transition or in a time of growing into something new. And um, yeah, being anchored to the things that have shaped you positively can be really helpful. Remembering your history, remembering your testimonies, remembering um, those concepts or those things that really keep you have kept you and formed you in other seasons for you to be able to take a leap of faith. And I know that faith, the journey of faith is often this fresh thing that we are being invited into that um, causes us to be refreshed so that we can take that next step. But I think it is also helpful when we might not be sure of where, where that refreshment is in that season to look back and be grateful. And in that space, I feel like we are able to then kind of go back to just a place of feeling blessed and grateful and in a open-hearted, positive place where you can receive new 
um, nourishment, insight, whatever from the Lord, whatever he's inviting you into, or peace. You know, it's really those simple things where the Holy Spirit can come in and just give you those gifts that you need right then and there. And so um, just for anyone out there who, who feels kind of stuck, I would encourage you after you listen to this to write down some of those key phrases or things that really motivated you. For me, it's phrases. So that's why I'm going to use that example today. So think about what has served you. I want to give you a second right now to be really still and quiet and just think, what has served me well? What has encouraged me throughout my life? Okay, so now that you're thinking about that, now that you've focused on it, more things are going to come up, I believe, and you're going to remember. And I just trust that the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of the amazing things that have served you. But um, something that has served me really well is the concept that it's not about me. And I know that is said, people talk about it. But it's one of those things that is very grounding for me to remember it's not about me. And we live in a society or in a culture that um, wants to make everything about us. And there's, no, there's nothing wrong with having things that are about us. But understanding kind of the bigger picture, it's not about me, is so helpful and I think it can help someone like me, who's very analytical and, you know, in my, uh, if you want to call it unsanctified way of acting or whatever, operating, it can look like perfectionism, you know, performance, whatever. And so kind of learning how to get out of my own way if that makes sense, um, has been so helpful and so freeing for me. So it's not about me. Like it's, I can step aside, release it, move on. And then a solution usually comes into play. And all of a sudden the things work out in a way that I didn't expect. And I feel this sense of freedom. So if just going back to that place of anchoring myself into, okay, this isn't about me. And the situation at hand is not ultimately, you know, this is not the end all be all and everything in my life. And I don't know, I think we can get into a very dramatic thinking, or at least I can, maybe fellow millennials can relate to this. Um, and also understanding people and where they're coming from and why they operate the way that they do. I think we take so much so very personally and it can trip us up big time. Um, you know, and, and it really shows how sometimes we think that we're the center of everything going on around us that, that, you know, it must be this way because they're this way and, you know, they don't like what I did or, whatever. And I've, you know, I have to take a step back and remind myself it's not about me. Also, 
I think it's a really helpful tool in being able to um, truly see reality. I know I talked with Michael and Stacy a few weeks ago on the podcast about um, kind of being aware and in reality and grounded. And I think this is one of the most helpful phrases for me to recognize the bigger picture. And, um, you know, if you're like me and you're really hard on yourself, that it's not about me thing can really help me get out of a rut and like, oh, okay, let's, let's move on. Like, there's an, always an opportunity to move forward. And I love how the scripture talks about his mercies are new every morning. And so in every moment, we have an opportunity to literally release ourselves from whatever it is that we're operating out of, whether it was um, maybe sabotaging, self-sabotaging, or just being in a bad situation. I don't know, bringing, um, bringing up this bad energy into a situation and I don't mean that in a new age way I just mean like you know sometimes we're just bringing our bad mood and putting it all over everyone else and so if you can kind of you know remember that like okay you don't have to I don't have to be the same person I was in the last moment I can move forward move on and people are a lot more forgiving of of that especially if they love you um, it's really helpful when you're in, um, if you're in relationships where people are speaking into your life, are you are um, intimately involved with them, then I think that if they're healthy, they're going to want to see you be able to release those things and move forward. And um, no one's holding you back but yourself. So that it's not about me is, um, it's just such a, powerful phrase for me and i hope if anyone else decides to use that for themselves or does use that i think um you can relate you can understand another phrase that i feel like really anchors me is um remembering how god will invite us into deeper trust and so in the way i um, interpret this question or phrase or the way, the way I feel like I receive it usually is the Lord asking me, do you trust me? And it's been very confrontational for me at times because, you know, you think that you have everything figured out. You think that you know how things are going to go. You think we think we know. Um, and as much as we can realize that we're not in control, it's still is this reality or we think it's a reality that we can um, have some sense of control over our lives. And what's beautiful to me and what is so freeing is understanding or starting to remember more and more and remind myself and grow in understanding the sovereignty of God and that he is in control and that he is on the throne. And when I, you know, am feeling like I need to micromanage my life and I'm not understanding why things are going the way they're going, or I am struggling to let go, or, you know, I'm just kind of stuck. I think 
think a few years ago when I started to really pray into my trust growing with the Lord, he started to confront me with that. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? And every time I say yes, it's good. It is really good. And he invites deeper, you know, a deeper sense of trust over time. And sometimes, you know, the process isn't always easy, but it is worth it. It is definitely worth it, as I've said yes. And as I've watched people who are much more um, seasoned than me, they say yes often. They say yes more than I've ever said yes. And so I have such a deep respect for those for those things of do you trust me? Uh, for those people who choose to say, stay in that posture of yes, now I will go. So that obedience is so beautiful to see. And I've seen so many people um, create and partner with the Lord and create such amazing things just from that. And it's something that I'm, I'm in awe of, of where our trust can lead us with him. And so I think it's a good place to challenge ourselves if we're really struggling with that. Okay, can I take that next step? Can I, can I move forward? Can I continue on? Just saying, yeah, yes. Out of faith, yes, I can, Lord. I can do that. Another phrase that has been really was or was very integral to my childhood years was our family motto, dare to be different. And my dad and mom, especially my dad, as you, as you all can imagine what driving to school with him was like as a child, it was a lot of fun, but he would always give us a little pep talk before we got out of the car. And he would say, dare to be different. And I think it was something that my parents were very intentional about to choose that to be our phrase because they, I feel like, have chosen very different things. Um, and that's so different for each of us, of course. But they chose differently in their lives than what previous generations had chosen they had chosen to really focus on their family. Um, they had chosen, rather than, you know, spend a lot of social time with other people, they had just chosen to put themselves out there in ways that many people would probably shy away from. And so I think that I was reflecting on this recently that I'm like, okay, I've made some different decisions then maybe I would have had I had other parents. I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other topic. But thinking about the choices I've made in life so far and, um, you know, not feeling like I've had the most traditional path of like, this is what I'm going to do and um, haven't been like, this is my five-year plan. This is, you know, whatever. I have felt like that phrase, dare to be different, invited me into being okay with being unique and different. And I remember, I think if I look back, I think it really did help shape my mental framework and my identity that it's okay to be different. It's, you know, it's not a bad thing to be different and everyone's different and everyone is so unique. And I think that's what's so genius about the phrase is 
dare to be different. Like basically dare to be yourself, dare to be who God defined you as, dare to do the things that nobody does, you know, that are amazing and beautiful and where life is at. And I think that now that I'm reflecting on it, it gave us wings to be different and to feel okay that it was to, you know, start to gain confidence to stand out from the crowd. Now, I'm not saying it all was amazing. Like I didn't always have this like insane confidence. Um, I did as a child, I had a lot of confidence in, in who I was. And I, I really believe that that had such a big part of that. I mean, having obviously loving parents, but parents who really helped shape uniqueness or celebrate the uniqueness that we were. And they weren't trying to make us be like anyone else. There's no comparison in how they were raising us. But now that I look back, I'm like, wow, that was my foundation. I have a deep appreciation for it. And my life makes more sense when I think back to that phrase, dare to be different. And I think that they were so intentional in choosing it now that I'm you know, sitting here talking to you all. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that phrase being spoken over me. So what I want to encourage you all, if you're a parent, be intentional with the phrases or the things that you say often, because your children will remember them. And it will be that track that plays in their head. And so you want it to be something really good Something like bite-sized pieces of wisdom, dare to be different. You know, it's not about me. It's, you know, whatever it is, it's not about me. It's not the best, <laughs> best choice of things to always, you know, you know, there's other more empowering, uplifting ways of saying that um, in a phrase. But I think that it's so important to start thinking about the framework of how are you shaping those around you and people who don't have kids what do you say often to your friends and your family and your loved ones what are you sharing with them what is what do you want to spread as a really healthy mental framework of like a way of thinking because words are so powerful and i know michael always is talking about affirmations but are you speaking those to other people? Are you inviting other people into that conversation of um, having healthier mental thoughts and outlook and way of seeing the world? Or are you inviting in other things? And so I feel convicted as I'm sharing about this right now that um, there are, we can spread <laughs> greatness with us throughout um, just throughout the day, you don't know what seed is going to be planted. And so, um, yeah, I invite you to, to think about that and just to be encouraged to share, to share those nuggets of wisdom and gold that are on your heart and that really inspire you because other people are waiting to be inspired. It doesn't have to be some big thing. You don't have to, um, I don't know, a movement can just be start with speaking some words of encouragement over other people. So I just want to 
leave you all feeling empowered to remember your history. Remember the things that have encouraged you in former seasons. Maybe it will help one of you get unstuck to start to move forward and receive something new and fresh and exciting because there is always good fruit that the Lord is wanting to give you that's available to you today. And so I just want to invite you guys to think of those phrases, phrases that you want to begin to say over yourself and that you want to share with other people. Also, what has been shared with you? Why not share those with others? Why not pass along those things? Why not um, invite other people into the rich history that you've had and um, empower and inspire? Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope that you're leaving refreshed and renewed, and I just pray that it's an amazing week for you guys and that you are encouraged today to just speak life over yourself and to embrace your uniqueness because you were born for such a time as this, and I know that's cliche, can feel cliche to say that, but it's really important. Anyway, you matter and keep showing up big. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.